0: Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to "Is Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not, welcome back, friend. Either way, I appreciate you all and my prayer is that you will be blessed with today's word. Um, before I start, I owe you guys an apology. <laughs> my last message um, like towards the end, I mentioned my different accounts where you guys can sow or donate into the ministry. Right? So, God convicted me because I was trying to do things in my own strength. Okay, so the fact that God asked me to move out, get my own spot, and separate from my husband, um, I don't have a job, <laughs> so I panicked, you know. And I'm someone like I was blessed with a check. But I'm like, okay, that check ain't gonna last forever. So I was trying to make sure I was straight. And the thing was, I was doing it in my own strength. In my own strength. So, um, you know, I just need to apologize to you guys for that. Because I just wasn't trusting God. So it's not about the whole sewing, but it was like where my heart was. And that's something that's so important. I, I will give a word about that one day. But the heart, the posture of your heart is so important it doesn't matter like how simple or how small you think something is how subtle like our our hearts are deceitfully wicked so we always have to just check ourselves so y'all yeah god convicted me and he told me to come up on here and be transparent so that's what i'm doing so now that we got that Out there, Um, I want to jump into the prophetic word God gave me, you guys. Um, He is saying, This is our time. It's our time for peace and prosperity. But first, let me open up in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you so much for today. We thank you, Father God, for getting us through this season, just guiding us, gently guiding us, and um, just being a present help, Father. We thank you, Father God, for speaking to us, for showing us what we need to do. God, we thank you for having a heart to love us and to keep us. Father God, I told you that earlier today. Thank you for choosing us, God. Thank you for choosing us because we still fall short and you still keep us. So we pray, I pray right now, Father God, as I give the word to your people that you will anoint my mouth. Father, I humble myself before you and your people and I pray that only what you wanna be said Will come out of my mouth, Father. I am just a willing vessel for you, and I pray in the name of Jesus this word blesses every single person who falls under this podcast in Jesus' name. I give it to you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. I pray, Amen. So, you guys, I was talking to my friend a few days ago, and we were talking, you know, about God, just his goodness, and just how he's been showing us little signs like through numbers, through scriptures. Um, For me, as of late, the words that I've been hearing like all the time is intervention. I've been hearing um suddenly and I've been hearing abundance. So I've been hearing those words a lot. So we were talking about that, but something she said, I can't even remember um, what it was, but there was something she said and reminded me, about um, something that I highlighted in my old Bible. So um, now I use the new King James Version. I used to start, I started off with the NLT version, right? And I fell in love. That is how I fell in love with God. That is how I fell in love with his word is NLT because that transition, I mean, that version is New Living Translation, but that version is just so bomb. It's so easy to read. And it's just, I just love how it's written. But, you know, um, I've just heard stuff about different Bibles taking scriptures out, and I don't really want to play with that. So I've just recently um, started using the um, New King James Version. But I will admit, I'll go back and forth and just cross-reference. And I would highly, highly recommend that um, as well. So anyway, I was talking to her and God just dropped it on my heart or something because it it just made me think to go back to my old Bible and look in the book of Jeremiah. So I didn't know where God was leading me. I didn't know. I just felt this urge to get in in my old Bible. Started from Jeremiah 1 and just flipped through the pages to find the highlight, the highlights. And you guys, Um, I finally ran across it. It was in um, chapter 32. So Jeremiah chapter 32, um, verses 38 to the end of the chapter. And then it spills over to Jeremiah 33. Um, I think it's that entire chapter. And you guys, I highlighted it. Do y'all know what the date was? The date that I highlighted it last year was today. September 25th 2019 and I'm like wow 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 God so that chapter is about or those chapters are about restoration peace and prosperity y'all was just jumping for joy I don't know about y'all this has been such a long long season and I know that we're coming to the end of it I just know so I was just super excited to have seen that because it felt like it was confirmation I felt like yes God (laughs) and so y'all know I always got a story so let me tell y'all about that chapter okay so last year um is when I found out about my husband's infidelity I has just started my 40-day fast or I was kind of like a couple of weeks in or so and I or no dang I might have been a month into my 40-day fast and I don't know y'all that part not even important scratch that scratch that I just know when I started my 40-day fast Um, A lot of things were heightened in the spirit. Like I was able to see more and hear more spiritually. It was super crazy, y'all. Super crazy. So for those who are starting to fast, I'm going to just warn you. Like it's not scary, scary. Like, ah, but it's more like, whoa. (laughs) Um, I don't know, y'all. I'm super animated today. But I'm just saying it's like when I started my fast, it was like I had uh open the door to like a whole nother world it was just like what so i was pretty devastated when i found out that my husband's been cheating on me and for however however long and i was done right i'm like god you i'm over here doing all this for you i'm loving you and then it was just blow after blow after blow i was already trying to leave my husband before i found out about that and so, um, I was praying with God and, um, he just said, like, cause I was just crying out to God. I'm like, I don't want to be with him anymore. I just want to start anew. I know that God, you can do all things. My faith is like up there, right? God, you can send me a whole nother man, a whole nother man who's gonna love me and my kids. Like that was where my head was. And God said to me so clearly, his response was Marrying my husband was like purchasing a home that looked nice on the outside, but there was hidden work that needed to be done inside, right? So all the warfare, all the laboring, all the crying, all the fasting, all the praying, all the stuff that I was doing spiritually was like me knocking down walls in that home, Um, which would be like knocking down every high place, knocking down, um, generational curses and whatever, like all this wickedness, all this stuff that has never been addressed in this home. God has sent me to do those things, right? When I was um, pulling up floors in our household, it was like me pulling up bad pipes, pulling like uprooting generational curses and unclean spirits, territorial spirits, territorial spirits. I don't know if I'm saying that one right. Um, Just all of them. I mean, there's a list, but I'm not about to go through that. But the point is, like, he sent me to do this work, right? And God was saying that this needed to be, this needed to happen because God needed to lay down a new foundation in my marriage. A new foundation in our bloodline, both sides. Like it wasn't just his side of the family. Like the warfare that I faced in my marriage opened my eyes up to things that was also going on in my family unaddressed issues that was that was um happening in my own bloodline it was just a lot of revelation from the warfare of my marriage so I want to tell you guys if you're facing anything specifically in your marriage or I mean I think this can go across the board wherever there is some warfare um after you get to this place uh let God lead you I just want you to know it's bigger than you Sometimes when we are in this season and it just is so painful and it's challenging, we believe like it's just bad things happening to us and unfair things that are happening, happening to us. But honestly, you guys, it's not just about you. It's not just about you and your husband or you and your wife. It goes like out. It's about your um his side of the family or her side of the family your side of the family it's about your children it's about the generations after that it's about the generations before that right and even so like me speaking to you guys it's about other people that god has assigned to you for you to minister to so it's not just about you. It's not just about your situation and that's what God was showing me. And God needed to lay down the foundation. God needed to make it new. God called us. Sometimes there are some of us who are just called to break generational curses and it ain't easy. It's not easy. You know, I would never lie and say that it is. Even with God's help, is a lot of stuff that we have to face. But What's more important? You know what I mean? What I'm excited about is my children will never have to deal with this. And I pray over my sons' wives, they ain't gonna never have to deal with this. You know what I mean? So this is what God was doing. God was um needing to to make this new. But this this is this is the kicker, right? Because when I was in my feelings, I'm gonna be real, Everything I just said to y'all, that didn't matter to me because I was in my feelings. Because <laughs> it was still like, you know, and you and your feelings, you're in a selfish state. What about me? I don't care about all that. What about me? Right. So um, <laughs> I just got to be real with you guys. So God told me, though, with all of this tearing down and knocking down, he was going to give me a custom made home the home that I dreamed of, the home that would be perfectly fitted for me and has everything that I wanted down to the very small details. He was going to make my husband into the man that I wanted, the man that I needed, customly made for me, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, God, that was just so sweet. Like, (laughs) and y'all look, it goes to both ways because even with God doing that and God working on that right now, he has made me, and I didn't even think about it in that sense of all this training that I've gone through, all the warfare. God has molded me into being a, the custom-made custom made wife for my husband. So it goes both ways. When you are in um, any unpleasant season, right? I'm um, specifically talking about marriages. Um, when we're waiting for marriage restoration, we're waiting for our prodigal prodigals to come back home. God is doing something new in you as well. God is doing something in both spouses, okay? So, with all that being said, these are the scriptures that God gave me and I just want to share it with you guys, okay? Because these are confirmation of the promise, okay? So Jeremiah 38 verse uh no, Jeremiah chapter 32, verses 38 through 41. Now, I would advise you to read all of 32 and all of 33. I'm not going to do that today. But um, I definitely like because even me, I'm about to go back and read it again (laughs) because it is a really, really good read. Okay, so it starts off. Thirty eight says they will be my people and I will be their God and I will give them one heart and one purpose to worship me forever for their own good and for the good of all their descendants. See, y'all is literally what I just said. Okay, God is going to give your spouse or give you whatever your situation is. Maybe it's your family, right? God is bringing people together, right? Everyone's going to have a singleness of heart. We're all going to be on the same page. We're all going to be wanting to serve God. We're all going to be wanting the same thing, the love of God. And when we all focus on the love of God, everything else flows. There's peace, there's harmony, there's... um fidelity right we want um pure marriages we want just the kingdom marriage the kingdom families, right and then it says right here um and the good and for the good of all their descendants it's like i said y'all generations okay before you before us after us and even people who you can minister to okay And then verse 40 says and i will make an everlasting covenant with them i will never stop doing good for them i will put a desire in their hearts to worship me and they will never leave me like hallelujah that is bomb okay so god is saying this is final Okay, whatever you are facing, this is final. He's about to do this thing, and it's never going to be like this again. Y'all know I keep saying the same old scripture. The Egyptians you see today, you will see no more. Whatever you are facing today, you will not have to face again. Because when God does something, he does it complete. There's no residue. There's no partial nothing. It's going to be complete. And that's why it has to be God. It's why we have to get out the way and follow his instructions, okay? Verse 41, I will find joy doing good for them and will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant them in the land, in this land. Bomb, replant being rooted in God. Oh, I just love this, y'all. I'm gonna gonna read this a few times when I get off, okay? So then now moving to Jeremiah chapter 33 now, verses six through nine. And it says, nevertheless, Um, The time will come when I will heal Jerusalem's wounds and give it prosperity and true peace. You guys, everything we've been facing, it has been such a tiring, a painful season. I think I cried like three days ago where I've cried and I was sad. I mean, right now I'm still a little sad. I miss my husband. You know, I just hate like what, where we are, but God is doing a new thing. And not only that, sometimes when we have to do some painful things, we have to do the things that God asks us to do, like get out of the way, be still, close your mouth, <laughs> stop speaking, let God do what he has to do. It hurts, right? I'm not going to lie. It doesn't feel good knowing my husband's doing stuff he should not be doing. It doesn't feel good to know that my husband's not choosing me. It doesn't feel good that, you know, I have to be separated and I have to go through this because of what he is choosing or not choosing. It does not feel good. But look it, God said he's going to heal those wounds. And when, like I said, when God does something, he does it complete. So we don't have to worry about, oh, um... What if this happens again and all this unforgiveness and all this bitterness? No, if you're doing things the way God tells you to do, if you're intentionally seeking him and trying your best to do what it is, is that everything that he's asking you to do, you ain't got to worry about that. And this is why this gives me joy, because I trust what God is saying. He's going to heal this. He's going to redeem this, right? Um, I think I mentioned this before. My husband and I both had dreams, this confirmation of us being young again. God can give you back the time you've lost. I think that's a scripture too, y'all. That's a scripture. Type that in Google. It's going to pop up. That's a scripture. God's going to give you um the time that's lost. He's going to, because he's our redeemer. But we're here, it says also, and give it prosperity and true peace, y'all. Prosperity is good and all, but I am more concerned about that peace. <laughs> I want peace true peace not those false starts when we think we've flown with our spouses and we think it's looking good and then they go back (laughs) to how it was and then you're like confused and frustrated because you felt like you know whatever no 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 true peace it's gonna be real it's gonna be real it's gonna be you ain't gotta think about nothing like that's just something I just crave the most is knowing like my mind is going to be at ease. Like, oh, Jesus, I'm excited. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. Okay, verse seven. It says, and I will restore the fortunes of Judah and Israel and rebuild their towns. Everything that was torn down, God is rebuilding. Think of anything being um torn down and built again. It looks way better. It's fresh. It's new. Like to me, that's a sign of a new start, new beginnings. You understand? New covenant, covenants. That's what's happening. Okay. New relationships. Verse eight. And I will, res- I will cleanse them of their sins against me and forgive all of their sins and rebellions. Okay. So in order, like, for this to happen, when God forgives us, we we seek we have to go to him first y'all know like in order to be forgiven we have to repent so this is saying because god's gonna do this um the people have repented we have repented this is all the goodness y'all and then being cleansed that means all that residue this is something that i have to think about all the time when i think about my husband being with somebody else um I get disgusted because i'm thinking like his body was with somebody else right <laughs> in a physical sense and that's disgusting to me that's disgusting because i don't want to share what's mine i don't even like sharing my food i don't want to share my husband okay but when god is saying he's gonna cleanse that the sins the infidelity the betrayal the the wickedness whatever when god cleans it look in my mind, that means God's going to give my husband new hair, new skin, new eyes. And I won't go into details, but new everything. You get my drift. You, you see what I'm saying? New everything. Bet on that. God is going to do that. He can definitely do that. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, verse 9. It's the last one then the city will bring me joy glory and honor before all the nations of the earth the people of the world will see all the good i do for my people and they will tremble with awe at the peace and prosperity i provide them um it goes back to the point that i said earlier about what you're facing is not just about you right here um when people get to see because listen we've We may have ran our mouths to certain people about the things that we were facing. People, probably not. People just looking in and seeing, okay, stuff ain't all that great over there in that household or with that business or with whatever. Um, But when God blesses you, people see it. God does that on purpose. When God blesses you, he wants people to see it. So listen, you don't even have to try to stunt on people. God will do it for you. And when people see, they're going to question and wonder, where, well, what happened? How did that happen? What miracles? Like how? how? And it's all going to be glory to God. This is like a testimony. This is how people will get saved is seeing and believing, Okay. Uh, for like the unbelievers. So in my notes, it also says after punishment and repentance will come healing, the captives will return and be cleansed of sin. um, And the city will bring God joy, glory and honor before all the nations. So something that I've learned about God is that he's not a mean God. He's not like when I was younger, before I knew about the love of God, I thought when I sinned or if I did anything wrong, God was going to strike me dead. So I would have the, like, I had the wrong kind of fear of God. And I feel like that matters the most. Um, I'm 23 minutes. I don't know if I have time to explain everything, but if I were to make it real quick, like a nugget, I would say, um... The healthy fear of God is so important because that is what will have you remain in this relationship with him and grow in this relationship with him. Because I was taught wrong. I was taught to have this religious spirit, this religious mindset of like, these are the rules and you can't break the rules. Because if you break the rules, you're going to hell. And so because I've had that for some odd reason... I just stayed in that state. I stayed in that sin. I stayed in that lifestyle. I never really got out. But when I finally found the love of God, um, and I won't say he punished me, um there was some form of suffering, but that was from my own doing. So I don't even know if I could blame God for that. But when I got to this place where I just was hurting enough, I cried out to God. And I just remember God saying, give it to me. He kept saying, give it to me. And he was talking about what I was carrying, the burden I was carrying of like the sin, the pain, the hurt. I just hated my life. I was just depressed. I was just I don't know. I was just far gone and forgot to say, to give it to me. And then he said, he forgave me. He said, give it to me. He said, I forgive you. And I want you. And there's something about God telling me that he wanted me because I felt like I wasn't worthy because I'm not right. But he saw different. And knowing that God loves you even when you mess up god still desires you even when you mess up that is like a game changer to me and i think that's what makes the difference between someone who is religious someone who looks and sounds like a um a christian but they don't have a relationship with god It's so important to have a relationship with God. And I think this this is what this note is saying because God will punish us if it comes to that point, right? This is for the people who are just completely rebellious, people who just can't just say no, (laughs) who can't make up their minds. And there's nothing wrong with that because what God wants is for all of us to be saved and for the parents, right? Maybe this will help. If you're a parent and you have multiple children, right? Or maybe you don't even have to be a parent. You're a sibling and you know your other sibling may not be as troublesome as you, right? Or maybe you have a child who's a little more active, a little more hard-headed than the other. Um, You're not going to have to give one child a punishment because if you say no, they no means no. Where you may have another child who might have to get popped. See, that's how God is. So it's not that God wants to hurt you or hurt us. God doesn't want us to suffer. He does not. But sometimes it takes what it takes. Some of us, like I know me, I I was very, very hard-headed. I was the type of child of like, I don't believe anything you say. I got to see that the stove is hot myself. Like it took me getting burned, Okay. It took me getting burned. I don't know why we're all wired differently. But knowing that God loves you and having this relationship with God, for me at least, I don't even desire to sin because I know that God loves me. Where before it was like, oh, I want to sin even though I'm not supposed to. Like, I don't know why that is. I, I don't, I haven't really sat and thought about that but I just want you guys to know like there's a difference. I hope that made sense. And I hope y'all followed me. That was not a part of my notes, but I just needed you guys to understand the love of God. Okay, and that we don't just go through stuff just for nothing. Some of us need that pop from him. Okay, some of us need that and some of us don't. And then if you feel like you're suffering for no reason and you feel like you've been pretty righteous and you're going through stuff for no reason, you know, we got to think about Job. We got to think about Jesus even. We got to think about Joseph, you know, these people who suffered for no reason. And I think about uh, Hannah I think her name was Hannah. This woman who wanted a baby for so long, and she just couldn't. She seemed like a righteous woman, and God just didn't give her a baby when she really wanted the baby. We don't know why, but when God finally gave her that child, that child was special. I think I think her child was Samson. He was very strong. Like God's not like listen. It may not make sense to us if you are a righteous person, but it's for a reason. It's for a reason that we just may not be able to see. I just want to encourage you. Ooh, 30 minutes. Okay. I just want to encourage you guys to just keep holding on. Keep holding on because there will be prosperity. There will be peace. There will be um, abundance. That's just how our God is. He's not he's not going to just have you go through this and just be like, "Okay, that's it." So y'all just keep um keep holding on, okay? And to keep it black and white. This is the time to celebrate. <laughs> the funny thing is um this time like this word falls into the time of the celebration um and purification and the time of repentance on the jewish holiday or within the jewish holiday this is my first time actually celebrating jewish holidays (laughs) so i'm still learning and understanding but i just felt like it was tied into the season i don't know why um these holidays the jew i cannot pronounce them so i'm not even gonna try these jewish holidays have been popping up a lot like and i've been just trying to understand it But just know God is healing in this hour. God is restoring, God is renewing, and God is bringing together what was divided and making it one. So don't ever believe for a second that the painful seasons you are in were for nothing. God is love and he wants you to be happy. He wants you to rest. You know, even here on earth, he wants you to enjoy family, food, clothes, homes, cars, like all the goodness. He wants you to enjoy. This is our time for peace and prosperity. If you know this is your word, you will know, okay? um, claim it and receive it in Jesus name. I will have a quick prayer following this episode. If you're interested, know that I love you and I am rooting for you. Keep your head up and remember this is your time. Okay. Keep the faith. Okay. I love you friend. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.